All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. So, Brian was out of town and I got to have a whole lot of hot wife fun with a new gentleman and we're going to be sharing all of the details later in the show. First, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is a lifestyle site that is ever growing, especially here in the United States, especially on the West Coast. So if you live in Arizona, in California, in New Mexico, definitely in Nevada, you need to be on Cassidy because that is where every Everyone is all of the sexy people that you may want to connect with. Cassidy has a ton of features too. They have things like communities for different clubs and groups and organizers. So no matter what your interests are in the lifestyle, you're going to find people that you can really start networking with. And you can try it free for an entire month when you go to our website, frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner that's at the bottom of our homepage for again, an entire month of all of Cassidy's features. We hope to see you there. So this was a very unique week for us because we are usually attached at the hip and you left me, you abandoned me here in Las Vegas to go to a wedding in New Jersey, which is home for you and you never go back because it's not really your cup of tea. Never. And uh, you left me here, which was fine. I got a lot of work done, but I missed you a lot. (laughs) Well, and then I got to leave again. So yeah, I went to a wedding for literally, I I don't know, 24 hours I was on the ground, something like that, maybe 30. And then of course, you know, two flights, it was brutal. It's five and a half hours, whatever the hell it was there. And then four hours, 45 minutes back. It's just a lot of fucking flying and it just kicks my ass. Listen, the whole process going through an airport anymore is a fucking nightmare. Oh my God, it's horrible. Well, you know, what's really bad is we're talking about getting pre-check, TSA pre-check. It's not even open at most airports right now. I went to, I was there, you know, going through Vegas, obviously when I left was wasn't open, wasn't open in uh, Newark. It was just a shit show. So, you know, if you're waiting 45 minutes for your bag, so your five hour flight, it's like seven hours before you actually get your shit together. Yeah. You know, it's fuck, it sucks. And here we are. We're getting ready to do it again twice back to back. It's like kind of what we're doing for a living now. So you better strap the fuck in. Oh, it's <laughs> fucking brutal. I'm just trying to make everything. The best thing you can do now when it comes to flying is really take advantage of every opportunity, like every convenience you can, like the virtual check-in thing, whatever the fuck you can do to make your life easier. That's what you need to do. Oh, for sure. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, I everything. was hoping the wedding was still going to be worth it because we were talking ahead of time, like, hey, if you meet a hot bridesmaid or a hot groomsman or whatever, yeah. you should have fun while you were there. But I didn't really think about what that would actually look like like well, you were gonna hit on a bridesmaid in front of your mother you know or something like that make her feel uncomfortable well no first of all this is yeah, look this is a very unique situation <laughs> the place that i was at where this this wedding was held and it was beautiful just an absolutely spectacular place in a very bougie part of new jersey and it was an older building so you know there was an elevator obviously but the rooms were kind of like up a flight of stairs or down a flight of stairs and we were all on the same floor pretty much and 
the same wing of this place. As a matter of fact, my cousin who got married and her now husband were directly across the hall from me. Yeah, so that would have been weird, bringing home a bridesmaid. Uh, yeah, the whole thing <laughs> or whatever, it would have just been strange. And, you know, the truth is it was so fast. I mean, got there, got checked in late at night on Thursday. The wedding started at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Fucking thing went till like 2 in the morning. And then Saturday I had to get up, have breakfast with my family and go to the airport. That was the extent of my time. So there was really no time for fun, unfortunately, outside of the wedding. Well, that's unfortunate. I was hoping you'd have a naughty story while you were gone because I had a naughty experience while you were gone. I know you did. And it was fucking hot and we're going to be talking about it today. But in addition to that, the same night that I had this naughty experience, I actually went to a belly dancing dinner experience with your friend Susan, which was unique. And it's always funny to me. People are always surprised that I hang out with the people that you are involved with, which I don't I don't really get. Like, why would I not be friends with the people that you're fucking? I don't know. I get that a lot of times from husbands, sometimes of, of, you know, other hot wife couples who think it's weird that either you are hanging out with someone that I'm playing with or that I hang out with someone you're playing with. We like a lot of the same people. We look for the same things in people. So whether we're having sex with them or they're just our friends, I mean, we look for the same qualities. So what's the difference? Why is that weird? Yeah, I don't get it. You know, and Susan's a fucking blast. So is Jade. We have a great time with her at drag bingo and all that shit. We had a blast. Well, Susan and I had a great evening. I I will say the belly dancing was not exactly what I was expecting. I probably wouldn't recommend it to people coming into Vegas, but just hanging out with her was so much fun. She is so confident and just comfortable in her skin, and it's kind of inspiring, honestly. Well, it, it had to be interesting for you, particularly, to be just hanging out with her. I'm not around. I have no influence, obviously, anyway over you. But while you're just hanging out with her, it's got to be unique because rarely do you get a chance to do that. Yeah. You know, so what was it like just sitting with her and like checking out the server and the bartenders and all that? Because I know you guys were, so... Oh, 100%. We had a super hot server. <laughs> we were both like googly eyed over him. She was like, dibs. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we had a great time together. It was really nice to just have some feminine energy in my life because honestly, I hang out with mostly men. I yeah. mean, obviously, you and I are always together. And if you and I aren't together, I'm usually with a play partner yeah. and they're men. So it was really nice to just, I don't know, experience some lady chat and not focused. On, you know, we weren't focused on you and she, which was also nice. Nice, you know, yeah, right. Like our conversation didn't revolve around you guys. Well, yeah, that would be kind of counterproductive, I guess. If you have the opportunity to get out and not have to fucking deal with my dumbass, it'd be nice to not talk about me. <laughs> you know, so yeah, I think it's very cool. I don't know, people get hung up on it. I like the idea that you can be comfortable with my play partners. I mean, I I would think that other folks m- would make them comfortable. You know, like if your your partner is playing with is hanging out with your play partner. Don't you think that if they like each other, it would make it easier and less awkward and just easier to make plans with them because your partner likes them? Well, I think some people think it gets messy and it does. Honestly, it does. <laughs> Sometimes it I can guess. get very messy. I mean, if she had said something during that meeting that made me go, "Ooh, I don't really know if I like this person very much. That could have been weird. Well, I think that's that's a good gauge, though. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's important to, well, because you're going to see a different side of people, obviously, than I am if I'm playing with them. And I'll see a different side of them than you will if you're playing with them. For sure. You know, so I don't think that's a terrible thing. We, you know, figure out pretty quickly who really 
is important to us and who we really want to spend that time with. And but she's I, awesome. I would never come to you. I would never want to come to you and say, hey, I really don't want you to continue playing with this person that you've had an amazing time playing with because I now see a side of them that I think is detrimental or toxic or whatever. Like, I would have to. And yeah, that would you have suck. to say something. Yeah, I, I would have to. I would feel the need to. And that would suck. So that I think that's my only concern in all of it. And on, honestly, I want us to be able to have our own individual lives, too. Part For of sure. The reason we play separately is because we want to have that autonomy and we don't want to be completely wrapped up in each other 24 7. Yeah, which is ironic because that's exactly what happens. Yeah, I know, but we need to fucking stop it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> stop. Well, then, you know, you probably need to stop giving me shit about having to leave it and go out of town because well, it's no, an opportunity. You, I don't like you leaving overnight. That's no, sucks. I don't. I don't like it at all. I like being home. I just don't care for staying anywhere without you it's really just uncomfortable for me you know you don't sleep well i barely slept while you were yeah, gone it's weird it was horrible yeah you're on the couch sleeping i'm sleeping in a fucking strange bed you know the bed's probably 100 years old <laughs> you know so yeah it's fucking weird i don't like it but at least it gives us some opportunity to create some separation you know that's important i think well and along those same lines we are just a couple of weeks away from going to fort lauderdale for splash takeover and we've been talking a lot about and i, I think i've mentioned this on a previous episode but we've been talking a lot about me playing potentially with a couple or with someone while there yeah. and kind of having our own I don't want to call it agendas because that makes it sound weird and creepy but yes. you know just our own things that we're focused on for the weekend our own priorities I guess and I'm excited for that too because a lot of people in that room aren't going to understand it but that's okay I don't fucking care I'm excited to go not because I'm eager to play I, you know me I don't I don't go to events or clubs with that in mind. It's it's rarely at the front of my mind. In fact, it's quite frankly at the back. If it happens, great, but I never look for well, it. Well, it I fell in your lap last splash. So. Well, yeah, I've been very <laughs> fortunate with it. Yeah, it's, I'm very fortunate that way. I just, but I don't focus on it. For me, I really just kind of want to meet some people that you and I, I don't think would ordinarily meet because we're hot wife couple predominantly. We host hot wife events and all that kind of stuff. So this is not really that. This is a couples for couples event. We don't get to see or meet a lot of people that aren't directly in our space. Now, of course, there's crossover, but I am eager to kind of, I don't know, it's always interesting to me. I like to watch people in the space who play and engage differently than we do and just kind of see that dynamic. Me I mean, too. we talked about it. It's so the hot wife parties, you, if you go to a hot wife event and then you go to like a standard couple for couple type event, the disparity between them is so obvious to me. I don't know if it's as obvious to everybody else. I'm not sure. But to me, it is very obvious. Oh, and I we always know find it's it obvious to other people because we have friends that have told us that. We have friends that have said that our events are different than any other event that they've ever gone to before because of that. Yeah, or whatever hot wife event they're going to, if it's done pretty much the same way ours is, there's very much a difference. And I find it interesting. Now, of course, like I said, there is crossover and there are people that play in all kinds of spaces, much like we do. But it's... It is very much a different vibe and a different energy. Listen, it's even this simple. Me walking around, if we're at an event where it's a couple for couple thing, and we've done this a few times, if I'm walking around alone, people just stare like, what's the lone, the solo dude doing here? Right. You know what I mean? It's Get very dirty single man out of our midst. Yeah, it's very <laughs> so strange, stupid. very strange. And so I'm always eager to kind of 
pick people's brains and just see what the thought process is. So I'm excited to meet some folks. I'm sure there's going to be people there. Some people have already reached out to us that want to meet us that we would probably not had ordinarily met. Yeah, no, I'm really excited for that. We have a couple of listeners that are going to be there that are, you know, wanting to sit down and have a drink with us, which I'm excited to do. And I think just in general, I was looking at the list of people who are going for, you know, on Cassidy, you can see the people that have RSVP'd for Splash. There are some fucking hot couples going. Well, I'm sure you all enjoy yourself then. I'm going to have fun. Yes, I want to have fun anyway. I'm not going to force anything and I don't have expectations of the weekend. I think that's the kiss of death for a lot of people at lifestyle events, right? They go in with like, we are going to play with XYZ or we are going to do XYZ. And then when it doesn't happen, it's like, well, that was a fucking letdown. And I don't want to do that. I just want to go in and be like, I'm open to whatever comes my way. If you, I think if you open yourself up to experiences, they kind of find you. Yeah, I think if you just let it happen, I mean, that's kind of what I do. I'm, I'm not interested in trying to orchestrate anything or engineer anything. I'm just going to show up and see what happens and maybe hopefully meet some cool people and get a different perspective. It's imp- For me, it's important at this point, really, to gather some different perspectives about the lifestyle because we've talked about this, I don't know, for the past couple of months. We've had some ups and downs with some of the relationships and the people we've been interacting with and the different things that have happened. And so for me, I really just I really want to get other people's opinions on things and kind of see how people think about certain aspects of the space. And difficult to do that when we are around a lot of the same people all the time. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's definitely a, a, a difference that we'll feel, I think, when we get there. So I'm excited for it. I'm looking forward to it. Same. We also are going to a creator party this weekend. Yeah, we haven't done that yet. This will be interesting. This will be super interesting. So a friend locally is putting together an event specifically for content creators. In other words, OnlyFans people, mostly, right? Right. right. And I am not sure that I'm going to shoot necessarily. I am definitely going to be the assistant. But I just want to meet some people in that space because... That hasn't really been our world up no. to this point. I have an OnlyFans. It's been successful, but it's mostly been me and a couple yeah. friends. Yeah. And it will be kind of interesting to branch out a little bit and see if that's something that I want to delve into a little bit further. I just, I don't know how that's going to feel. Well, I'm excited. I'm going to get to go. Obviously, I'll be there with you. We've, we have spoken to the gentleman who was hosting this. He's a friend. He's a very solid local dude. And so he and I had a conversation about what this could potentially look like with you being there and, and maybe participating, but more than anything, being there for as support staff, you know, in whatever capacity is required. Right. And I think that's important. Obviously, when you, the last kind of content creator space you were in, there was another female present made you feel very comfortable. And I think it would be a, you know, a good idea for you to probably do the same for some folks. I think most people should do that. I don't know why more, if you're seriously creating and you're creating with especially young, impressionable women, I think you should absolutely have a female in the room. Yes, for sure. And I think if you're not, you're miss, first of all, I think you're, it's a misstep potentially for any number of reasons. And really you just want everyone to be comfortable. And I think this particular gentleman who's hosting this has really got that he has that mindset. You know, he's a married person. He's a lifestyle person. And I think he really, really understands what it takes to put people at ease. And that's, that's the cool thing about this. And it's a two day event. This thing should be really something. I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. I'm sure I can report back on some things. I, like I said, I have no real intention of shooting. If it happens, it happens, but that's not the goal of the weekend. I just want to meet some cool people. Well, like we said, you know, even if you just met some folks who you can partner with later, that's great. This just may not 
not be the right, you know, environment or perfect arena for you to feel comfortable. But who knows? We have no idea. We'll see when we get there. If I'm not mistaken, the gentleman you just played with, isn't that how you met him originally? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't know. Who knows? You may you may hook up and figure it out. You just never know, especially with slutty me. So <laughs> Yeah, no shit. We also are going to a soft opening this weekend, and I don't think we can talk about the details of it because no. it's still pretty hush-hush, but I will tell you there's something very cool and new coming to Las Vegas, yes. and we'll talk about it soon. Yeah, I cannot wait for this because, you know, listen, we're going to be involved, and I'm excited about it, but yeah, we'll be at the soft opening this weekend. Very excited. Oh, can't wait. I love that Vegas is really maturing in terms of lifestyle stuff because we've talked about this before there are some shit clubs here people. oh yeah let's just be real well, some and there's of them a, are fucking garbage it's riddled with tourist traps yes when it comes to the lifestyle riddled with it well, how that's many vegas people? in general it doesn't sure. matter what we're talking about whether it's food or shows or the doesn't lifestyle matter. there's always going to be tourist traps yeah and it is really disappointing because the most well-known clubs in vegas are the tourist traps uh, yeah at minimum that's what they are and then some of these events that are hosted it, fucking terrible and we hear about it all the time people are like oh we went to this or we went to this sweet party and there was nobody there and it got shut down. And well, that's because you, know, you can't do that. That's so. because they were operating illegally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Most of them are. So yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a tourist trap. So when something really fucking cool happens, I hope, I really do hope that the lifestyle folks in this town, the locals really do get behind this thing because it's fucking awesome. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, yes. I can't wait either. Good time. So yeah, we ha- listen, we have a lot of shit happening. I'm leaving again tomorrow. I have to go to Reno tomorrow for a couple of days. So you're on your own again. Chances are you'll be slutty again. I won't be because you, you know, don't know that I, I, I behave myself and I have shit to do. <laughs> you behave yourself. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Are you trying to say you are less naughty than me? Yes. Okay. No way. This has been the summer of slutty Brian. No. You have This is the season of sluttery for you. No. Absolutely. You have been playing so much more than me. I've barely played this summer. That's not true. It is now, true. Now, you have played with fewer people, but more often. Yeah, I would say I've definitely developed more long-term play partners this yes. summer. I'm not even sure that's true, though. I mean, there have been some guys that I thought were going to be more long-term play partners. Yeah. And then I played with them twice, and then it just kind of falls falls apart from there well it happens for sure but you've definitely you know listen you you get way more action i'm not complaining about the amount of action i'm getting i'm simply saying you have really come into your own slutty skin this summer yeah a little more active than normal but when amazing people present themselves that's really what i'm attracted to so yeah i think it's it's okay but i'm not like next level slutty like you are Like, there's a lot more going on there. I don't know about that. You know, so, yeah. I mean, I'm leaving tomorrow. You're already making plans to play while I'm gone. I'm not doing that. I've made, I've only played with two guys in two months. Yes, but how That's often? Once each. No. Yes. No, absolutely not. I'm pretty At, sure. Your numbers are way off. Okay. We just had an event in Portland. What happened there? There were oh, two guys yeah. there I, alone. I forgot about you the fucked Portland two guys. Two guys at the same time. Shit, never so, mind. You're a total liar. <laughs> That's how you know how slutty you are. You I, can't even keep track Portland of that shit. Portland doesn't count. What happens what in Portland stays count. in Portland. Bullshit. <laughs> Absolutely not. There were two guys in the same night at the same time. For that yeah. matter. So, okay, yeah. so four guys in two months. I'm that's not go- it. I am not trying to figure this out for you, but you know that's <laughs> bullshit. Everyone listening to this knows it's bullshit. Not a chance. Absolutely uh, not a chance. 
I've been much sluttier in my past. I guess that's my point. <laughs> All right. That's fair. That's fair. But to be honest, you have played with a few of the same people a number of times, much more so than normal, basically. So I think that's really kind of what happened. And we talked about this. We we really did get kind of fixated on the concept of that regular play partner. Yeah. You know, that was a big deal for us. And the truth is... Not that we've gotten away from it. We like our regular play partners, certainly. For me, it's Susan and and Jade at this point for the most part. But I do think that we have decided that we're going to open ourselves up to the opportunity and the idea of less frequent play partners and playing because we are attracted to someone and, and just you know, like their energy or whatever. Uh, Yes and no. I very much want to find my Susan or Jade. I want to find someone that I feel very comfortable with, that I can put a lot of trust in, that you like, that we can hang out and have vanilla time. Yeah. That's important to me. I'm not giving up on that. I'm also, at the same time, more open to different types of experiences than I ever have been in the past. And I'm really, really excited to just explore a different side of myself. Well, for me, it's easy for me to say that and to do that, I think, because I have some regular play partners. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So You're it, in a golden spot right now. Yeah, I've got some very cool people in my world. In fact, I was going to talk about a play session that I had today prior to you being you know, super slutty while I was gone. So that kind of uh, superseded it. But uh, there's another gal that potentially I can see again, and I'm looking forward to it. Our schedules are just crazy. So yeah, I think when you have those regular play partners, the idea of doing different things and open yourself up just becomes easier. Yep. You know, because if we want to do the vanilla things, we have friends to do that. Yep. You know, so yeah, I'm looking forward to being a little bit more, I don't know. Slutty. Yeah, available. <laughs> You're slutty. I'm available. Make that cock available. So Everyone yeah. should taste that sausage. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. So we'll see what happens. Okay. So I want to get to single guy tip of the week. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> single guy, not couple, because we have plenty. Oh, the couples have been so bad lately, but we yeah. talk about that so often. <laughs> yeah. Because it's so fucking constant. Yeah, well, honestly, it makes me gun shy to go to something like Splash and want to interact with couples because the number of couples that have reached out and just been honestly horrible to me lately has been astounding. It's it's nuts. I don't know where, again, it's this concept of hierarchy and entitlement because you're a couple and in this space that is coveted. Fuck all of that. It's crazy. Some of the shit that I get is bizarre. Yeah. Bizarre. Well, I I want to talk about the single guy thing today because I have a single guy tip that I think is really important that guys don't understand about the vast majority of women. Okay. Okay. So if I have a naughty conversation with someone, I'll provide an example. There was a guy I was considering meeting. I don't think I'm going to now. He and I were very flirtatious with each other. He was very attractive. We had a great time chatting back and forth. And then... We kind of sexted a little bit one morning and it was really hot. I was in the right mindset for it. I hadn't started my work day yet and I was just all fired up and we had this great little sexting session and it ended and I didn't hear from him for a few days. And then when he reaches back out, it's immediately back to the sexual conversation. Right. Guys don't understand that we as women are not always raring to go and we're not always ready and excited for those types of conversations. It is completely dependent on my mindset. For example, if I'm in the middle of my fucking work day, the last thing in the world I want to do is talk to you about your throbbing cock. For sure. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's when you're when your mind just isn't there, you're busy doing something and you're, you've got a project or you're, you know, you've got a deadline and you're really working towards something. When somebody just throws that out, it really is it kind of it's a turnoff for me. I just get completely zoned out. Well, and I honestly think what it is for a lot of guys is they feel like if they break the seal and they're able to have a sexual conversation with you, that that means the jar is just willing. You can it just can overflow. Right. right. You can just have all of these sexual conversations and everything is on the table. And that's not the case. So what I had to explain to this guy is like the best thing you can possibly do is reach out and ask me if I want to have that type of conversation. I think there's a really not awkward way to do that. Like, hey, I've been thinking about you and I remembered the last conversation we have. And I I was wondering if you wanted to pick up where we just left off. And I very easily could have at that moment said, unfortunately, I'm waist deep in shit with work right now. And I just can't do that. Maybe let's talk later. Can I text you when I'm done? Yeah, absolutely. Listen, for me, when it comes to that kind of thing, my play partners and I currently, that's really not a, we don't really do that. Now, there is some flirtatiousness between myself and another uh, gal that we are friends with, but not overt super high sexual kind of stuff every single day. That's not a thing. Starting out with, hey, how's your day going? Hope you have an amazing Monday or whatever. At least you got to ease into it, right? Yeah. Open the, literally open the door. Also, this is a very much a consent thing. It isn't like you can have a sexting conversation and then you shouldn't just automatically assume that that's going to be every conversation after that. You have to have that initial chat about, hey, are you maybe in the mood to continue that conversation we were having? Right. You got to get the approval, but just jumping out there is crazy. Well, and here's another example. This happens a lot. Guys will ask if they can send me naughty photos. Right. They ask for consent the first time. Yep. And I'm like, yes, absolutely. I am in a space, both mentally and physically, where it is acceptable for me to receive your fucking cockpit right now. Right. Standing in line at the grocery store, maybe <laughs> not so much. Right. So don't just throw it out there randomly without any sort of conversation about it just because I've given you consent once. Exactly. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is be in a situation where someone can you know see over your shoulder or or whatever and it's like oh fuck i don't want to have to explain that and let me tell you you, the guys that i get dick pics from they're not small cocks and they're typically the picture is very much focused on their gigantic cocks yeah it's not yeah the old lady behind me that probably just left church probably doesn't want to see your massive 10 inch cock i would like to see it when i'm in the right space to do so right right but now you know at line at the bank not the best time you know picking up a prescription yeah not ideal whatever (laughs) it does it just doesn't matter like you have to ask me you know even when sometimes you and i'll be sitting at a bar or something or a restaurant and one of us will get a picture it's like oh shit did the server see that did the person next to me see that like what the fuck yeah yeah that's just super awkward listen i was at this wedding you know one of my little cousin was asking me about vegas and looking for pictures of montana you know all that stuff i'm like i gotta be fucking careful showing him pictures i don't know what the fuck is gonna pop up on this thing so i you know you gotta be very cautious you gotta be you know be smart just don't throw it out there i thought about the exact same thing when we were in portland i was sitting at a bar at one point and there was a guy next to me that was showing me pictures of his montana trip because he asked where i was from and stuff and i was like oh thank god you're the one showing your pictures because you could not see my gallery right it is (laughs) so fucking triple x rated there's no way yeah so i think the moral of the story is you know first of all just because you've had the opportunity and the the privilege of sexting with someone doesn't mean that that's how every conversation 
conversation following that session should start out. Well, also treat me like a fucking human being. If we're actually having a conversation and trying to get to know each other, it shouldn't all be sexual. Why right. not reach out to me and ask me what I'm doing that day or ask yeah. me a more personal question? Yeah. I just feel like guys that can be more well-rounded in that way have way more success. Yeah. So that's the single guy tip. Yeah, it also seems to me like, well, maybe you were chatting with me originally just to get to this point. And now that we've gotten to this point, you no longer think it's important to, you know, be a normal person. Yeah, yeah, And, that, exactly. and that's kind of gross. I agree. Okay, so I want to tell the details of my yeah. most recent hot wife encounter for many reasons. First of all, because it was fabulous. Second of all, because it was with an amazing person. I mean, the whole thing was just pretty damn flawless. So yeah. we're going to talk about that. But before we do, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Body Art Forms. I got my nose pierced back in February, and honestly, I had such a hard time finding fun and funky pieces to go in that piercing. Granted, a fun little hoop can be nice, but I like to be a little extra. You guys know that about me, which is why I love Body Art Forms. They truly have some of the most unique pieces on the market for my piercing. They also have some great earrings, bracelets, and necklaces for those of you who aren't pierced. I just love conversations starters with jewelry and that's one of the reasons that I shop with body art forms now you can also find their staple pieces like hoops and studs but if you're looking for something truly different I highly recommend that you head on over to body art forms today the company was founded by two sisters in 2001 so they've been servicing the pierced and modified community for over two decades and one of my favorite parts is they donate 20% of all proceeds to charity freaking amazing so if you guys want to get a discount off of your first body art forms purchase today use code fps at checkout to get 15 percent off of your order again bodyartforms.com use code fps at checkout for 15 percent off this episode of FPS is brought to you by the Drip Bar Las Vegas. Weeknight fun, lifestyle getaways, and weekend parties in Vegas can really leave you run down and in need of recovery. For those of you who have partied in Vegas, you know that by the end of it, you feel like you've been run over by a truck. Well, thankfully, there are amazing services like the Drip Bar of Las Vegas. At the Drip Bar, you can step into their beautiful modern facility and choose from over 20 IVs, such as the Jet Setter IV, which is perfect for those of us who travel a ton. It will keep your immune system at its optimal level while you live life to the fullest or the power pack IV which will keep you going all day long so you don't miss any of the fun this is the perfect service for those of you coming into Las Vegas in fact as soon as you land if you make an appointment and head straight there from the airport which it's very close by the way it's just a few minutes from the Las Vegas strip you can get your IV and make sure that you are feeling as awesome as possible for your weekend partying or your time in Las Vegas I love this facility you guys know probably from listening to the show. I'm not a big fan of needles, but they welcomed us into their stunning location and I immediately felt safe. They have a very professional staff. It is a gorgeous location and I really think that you guys are going to appreciate all of the touches that they put in place to make sure you are as comfortable as possible. For listeners of our show, the Drip Bar is offering a 20% off discount and a free B12 shot. For any of the 20 Lifestyle IV drips, when you mention the code Lifestyle IV, book your appointment now by calling them at 702-846-0851 or visit them at IVLasVegas.com. It's just minutes from the Las Vegas Strip and the airport and you're definitely going to feel better. 
This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by Promescent. I am a bedroom wellness product snob. I have tried so many different lubes, so many different condoms, and I'm incredibly picky. And I love that Promescent uses top quality ingredients and materials for all of their products because I know that I can use them and not be worried about things like getting a rash or being itchy after I use it. Their lubes especially, you guys, I have tried so many low-quality lubes thinking I was just going to save myself a little bit of money and it's not worth it. Spend the extra couple of dollars to make sure that you are getting a lube that has all of the body safe ingredients in it that it should and some additional benefits. I mean, I think their hybrid lube is one of the best out there because it doesn't get sticky or gloppy. I hate that, especially if you're playing for a long time. That gloppiness down there is so unpleasant and I love that their hybrid lube never leaves me feeling that way. Promescent has a ton of amazing products. Everything from lubes to condoms to massage oils and their flagship product, the Delay Spray, to help you last longer in the bedroom. Find all of Promescent's products today by heading over to promescent.com. That's promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com for the best bedroom wellness products on the market. Okay, so let me just say this. <laughs> when I tell you how I met the gentleman that we're going to talk about today, I want to put a disclaimer on it because typically, I, I get it a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Twitter and Instagram DMs are usually filled with men that are reaching out saying things like, hey, baby, you want to get together so you can sit on this fat cock? Like, it happens constantly, and I hate it, mostly because... Those are business accounts for us, right? Yeah, they're just, yeah, it's marketing stuff. <laughs> like, just because I'm putting my ass up on there doesn't mean that I automatically want to have sex with people that are on our Instagram or our Twitter. So right. I just wanted to say that because I think it's very rare that I would be interested in meeting a guy off of social media, but that's exactly where I met this guy. We were actually in a group together on Twitter, and we both saw each other in there. And of course, I see his profile picture, and I'm like, damn, this guy's fucking hot. So when he reaches out, especially because he's part of that group, I was like, okay, I might entertain this idea. Yeah, but it was this is a different situation. This group was put together by a friend who was the organizer of this content creator weekend. So, of course, anyone in that group we know has been vetted and they're real and legitimate. So having a conversation with someone that's already in that group is one thing. Chatting with some random dude supposedly, you know, reaching out on one of our sites, that, that makes it's just different. It's not the same thing. No, I completely agree. Yeah, I was fairly comfortable talking to this guy. And but to be honest with you, when we're talking digitally over Twitter, it was very benign. There was not a lot of real conversation going on. So I had no idea if I was actually going to be into this guy or not. He right. was very shrouded in mystery to me. So when I actually went to go meet him, you were out of town. It was Friday afternoon and we went to a bar that wasn't far from our house. And I walk in and I'd only seen one picture of him that he had sent me because his face isn't really on his Twitter page, right? Right. And so he walks in and he's way fucking hotter than the picture he sent me. Way hotter. That's always good. I know, right? No, we should also say we felt comfortable enough with this guy. There was never really a question about whether there was any legitimacy issues. So I was really comfortable with the idea that 
me being across country and you being out with this gentleman, I wasn't too concerned about it. No, and you had no reason to be because he was a fucking gentleman. We sat down. We were sitting across from each other. Another thing I loved, he looked me in the eye almost the entire time we were talking, which was so impressive to me because guys get so nervous or they're constantly looking at my tits. And to be fair, I did have a very low cut top on with black lace kind of surrounding the cleavage area. Right. So if he would have peaked i wouldn't have blamed him well in fact a couple got into a fight at the bar because the husband kept looking over before yeah, the gentleman sat down the with me mar- seemingly married couple it's funny yeah well listen it it all a lot of this makes sense now because we know you know more about him and of course you shared it with me which as i told you makes perfect sense so now that i have some idea of what he's all about his his behavior is it's very stereotypical and I, I appreciate it. Yeah. And we're obviously going to speak very vaguely on that because we want to protect his identity at all costs. Yes. Because yeah, he just has a life that needs discretion. So. Absolutely. But talking to him was great. I mean, I can't remember the last time. And this is really interesting. I wanted to talk to you about this. This is the first time in a while that I've met someone completely by myself, right? Yes. It's not at a lifestyle event and you're not there. Nope, not at all. Didn't have any contact with this guy. I had to really rely on my personality and my communication skills and my charm. And that felt really good. I felt it made me feel very confident. Yeah. Well, it's empowering. I tell that to people a lot when they ask me, oh, how does Brenna interact with these guys and how she, you know, kind of act independently and do this on her own. You know, there's an empowerment piece that comes along with that, I think. It was for me. I felt sexy. I could tell he was into me. He's kind of smiling a lot. His eyes are flashing at me. And it was really interesting how I could focus more on that without you there. So I think that's something we have to talk a little bit more about. Well, there's no doubt. Listen, I say this a lot. and I'm, I don't know what the percentage is. Can't even fucking imagine. But when it comes to behaving like in this situation, maybe like a couple for couple kind of thing. And you're, you know, you got two couples playing. I still believe firmly that if playing solo, if they were playing solo, there would be a different level of behavior and a different comfort level, which would change the experience. Yeah. I just believe that. And if you're just meeting somebody, I think even your manner of conversation is different because if you and I are together and we meet a single guy, typically it's he and I doing most of the talking. Yeah. Not that we ignore you or that I ignore you. It just works out that way. And this gives you, I think, a better chance at understanding who somebody is. And I really did. I mean, I got a really good sense for who he was as a person. He is very thoughtful. He's very analytical, which I kind of like. Yeah. Because, and I joked to you when you got home, you and here like the same fucking person. Some of the stuff coming out of his mouth while we're sitting there, I'm like, that is Brian to a T, yeah. which was really interesting because I don't know. I guess maybe I have a fucking type and it's you. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But, you know, again, I mean, like I said, based on his life, it makes sense to me. I totally get it. So, yeah, we had this great conversation. I kind of expected that we would play that evening. Something came up and we weren't able to, but we made plans. And it was really funny because he was like, I'm available this day or this day. And I was like, well, what about tomorrow? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to fucking wait. And he was like, yeah, I can make tomorrow work. So we set a time. And then I went, I had to go my whole day thinking about this play session because I will be honest, when we left that meeting on Friday, when I went and got in my car, I was like, the sex is going to be great. I could feel it just sitting at the table with him. It was this energy we had going back and forth. It was how fucking hot he was. It was all of it. I'm like, this is going to be a great fucking experience. 
experience. Yeah, you told me you got a really good vibe from him when we talked afterwards. So between the time I met him the first time and the time he was coming to our place was over 24 hours. Right. And I just felt this anticipation. I mean, I was antsy. I was thinking about it all day long. I masturbated about it in the morning. I was so fucking pumped. And it's honestly been a while since I felt like that. Well, you were supposed to originally meet him early in the afternoon before you went to the show with Susan. Right. But as it turned out, you went. You met him afterwards. So you went all day, went to dinner, went to the show with Susan, and then came home and had him come over, which incidentally was probably, what, two hours before I got home? Yes. I was coming home. My flight landed at like, I don't know, 11 o'clock or something, and he was coming to the house at 9, 9.30? Yes. Yeah, he came over about 9. So, yeah, so it, it is now Saturday evening. I've already gone to the belly dancing show with Susan, and I'm home, and I'm getting myself all ready. I put on that wine-colored lingerie that you love. Love that thing. That we got that in Denver. Drapes around my tits perfectly, and I put on my leopard print robe over it, and I answered the door, and he has this look on his face. I'm not even sure he realized it, but this look on his face when I answered the door was like he was ready to fucking pounce on me. You answered the door in that outfit? Yeah. <laughs> well, no wonder. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not even sure he saw my outfit. I literally opened the door. I was kind of standing behind it. So just in case our neighbors were walking around or something, they don't see me in it. Right. So I don't even think he saw it. I think he felt that same level of anticipation. Interesting. Which turned me the fuck on. Because, again, there are so many guys out there who aren't about the experience. They just want to get their dicks wet. They just want to come. Right. And it's not about anything else. And when I see that look on his face, it feels like desire for me. Yeah, it's a big deal. I, I say it all the time. It's really there's a there's a something to, about that connection. If, you know, yeah, there's some one offs. You can meet somebody. They're attractive and, and you're having a decent conversation. You want to see them naked. Cool. But when there is a legitimate connection, chemistry, connection, however you want to describe it, for me, uh, it changes everything. Absolutely, it does. And the other thing I'll say is so he walks in the door, he gives me kind of a, a little kiss, and then he called me hot, which I fucking love. There are way too many people, and I think it's because I'm small. I'm five feet tall. Yeah. I'm always cute. Oh, you look right. so cute. You're such a cute person. I fucking hate being called cute by anyone but you. Yeah, it's it's funny. So not to derail this conversation, but as you know, and we haven't talked about it yet on the show, so I'm going to limit the, the information I provide. My friend Jade is shorter than you are. Yeah. And, I didn't know that was possible, but yes. Yeah, she is tiny in every imaginable way. And she had on a piece of lingerie that she put on for me the last time we played that I had not seen before. And she put it on because I didn't get a chance to see it when she was in Denver with us. And I said, I was like, that is fucking hot. Like, she is cute, but she, that was super fucking hot. So yeah. there are times when you just, you know, the cuteness goes out the window. Don't call a woman cute if you're getting ready to have sex with her. That's not in lingerie. Point. Yeah, don't do that in lingerie. No, I fucking <laughs> hate that. And so many guys do it. They're like, oh, you look so cute. Ugh. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wants to be called cute right before sex. No, that's like, uh, that's bonus single guy tip of the week. Don't use cute. No. So it was so flattering. He walks in. He's like, you look fucking hot. And I was like, thank you. I feel fucking hot. Yeah. And we just start making out. I mean, there was almost no discussion. Our hands are all over each other. He's kissing me. He starts kissing on my neck. He almost immediately finds my spot. Are you in the doorway or are you, what, you're in the living room? in the doorway wow. by our living room couch. 
just making out with each other. It was. It was all of this buildup because I fucking wanted him. I mean, he was so attractive when I first met him, so charming, so fun to talk to, so easy to talk to, that just that anticipation, by the time he walked in the door, I was ready to fucking rip his clothes off. I'm sure. So he starts kissing me, finds my spot on my neck. I start giggling. I'm like, oh my God, that feels so good. And he's not even kissing it anymore. He's like licking it and nibbling it. And oh my God, it was so fucking hot. I loved it. So (laughs) that did not last long. I was like, that was quite the welcome. Do you want to come into the bedroom? And he was like, sure. So again, (laughs) don't waste any time. He's been in the door for like a minute and we're heading to the bedroom. (laughs) Well, because you're a slutty pants. The other thing that he had told me ahead of time is that he fucking loves to perform oral. He's like, I could do it all night long. If that's the only thing we did, I would be happy. And I was like, yeah, I've heard that before. We'll see how that goes. So we get into the bedroom and he's starting to kind of peel some clothes off and stuff. And we are making out again. And then he tells me to lay down so that he can go down on me. Right. Oh my God. This was an otherworldly fucking experience with his oral skills. I cannot even fucking describe it. It was perfect. He licked every inch of me. He was licking on my lips. He was kind of nibbling on my lips. He was darting his tongue in and out of my hole. He was licking on my ass a little bit. Then he like paid all of this amazing attention to my clit. I mean, it was he is the fucking he's the fucking LeBron James of oral skills. So listen, like I've said this before, people who legitimately enjoy performing oral, I am one of those people. It's very different when you experience that. When someone really, really wants to do it, not because they feel like they're obligated to do it, it's very different. Um, And it set the tone for everything because I knew he was going to be great in bed because he's a great kisser. We've talked about that many times. Yeah. Amazing kisser, great lips. So... I knew that I was pretty sure the oral was going to be good. I didn't know it was going to be fucking earth shattering. I mean, when I came, he was holding my thighs, one in each hand, and I still feel like I was bucking my hips and my legs up off the bed as I was coming. It was so good. You probably were because you do that all the time. And immediately I could feel myself so wet. And it was interesting because, again, this is a brand new partner. There are going to be those moments where I get kind of self-conscious or I get in my head a little bit. And this was one of those moments because I could feel I was so wet that I'm like, does he really want to continue to go down on me? Yeah, you you do it to me, so I'm not surprised. He had no fucking problem. He continued to go down on me and I just keep like giggling and telling him how good it feels and how good he is at it. And I meant every fucking word of it because it was so good. Oh my God. So then, of course, I'm like, I need to return the favor. And he's like, okay. So he takes off the remaining clothes he has on and I had seen his cock I'm going to be honest, I kind of stalked him a little bit on Twitter to see if he'd ever put up a cock pic because he hadn't really sent me a true picture of his cock. Okay, that's fair. I knew from Twitter that it was pretty fucking impressive. So when he got naked, I knew it was going to be good, but I didn't know it was going to be this good. He is fucking long. I mean, it is long. It's not the thickest cock in the world, but it's like kind of perfect because it's so long. You know, if it's like a 10 inch cock and it's also six inches around, that can be a fucking challenge. Yeah. 
if it's 10 inches long but not quite as girthy, that's kind of perfect for me because I like the deep penetration. That is totally my thing. Yeah, you. that's all about you. And I also love sucking a cock that size because I love to deep throat. So the whole thing was just great. He, he's now naked. His beautiful cock is exposed and it's already rock hard. And so I start sucking it. And I also really liked that our communication was really solid. Like I asked him, do you want me to go slower? Do you like it a little bit faster? He was like, oh no, go nice and slow. This is a very sensual man. And there was one point where I was sucking his cock and I had my hands kind of up on him on his abdomen and he started rubbing my arms and it was so nice. It was just this sensation of obviously I love having a cock in my mouth so that's great anyway. But then all of this skin to skin contact he's creating, I was so fucking turned on by that it's fucking hot as shit oh my god like what you can tell someone just wants to touch you they want to feel you they want to feel that warmth under their fingertips there is something so erotic about that to me well when someone is like you said central but they're not doing the stereotypical forcing your head down doing those things it's more of a kind of you know on the periphery and really getting all of the senses well and focusing truly on the pleasure because i think i like having my head forced down on a cock when the energy is right but there are so many guys that do things just because they see them in a porn right well they think it's the thing to do it's like okay we haven't been rough with each other at all and that hasn't been the energy between us but now i'm going to shove your head down on my cock right because i saw that in 27 porns that i watched last week yeah exactly (laughs) i don't fucking like that i like when it makes sense and it made sense for him to be rubbing my arms and he's you know giving me all of these verbal cues of how good it feels and how good i'm doing and that of course motivates the shit out of me so i wanted to suck on that cock all fuck night. I mean, there was one point, too, where I was kind of playing with his balls a little bit while I was sucking his cock. And also, he's so fucking smooth. His skin is just... Oh, I can't even describe it. It was baby soft, including his balls, which is impressive. So is he on the bed? Are you guys standing? Was he standing? Where are you? No, he's laying on his back. I'm in between his legs. Gotcha. So I stopped sucking for a moment and he's like, I want to go down on you again. I was like, well, I want you to fuck me (laughs) like right now. And he's like, okay. So he gets a condom out of his jeans pocket and starts putting it on his cock, which I fucking love. I love someone rolling a condom onto their cock. It's very sexy to me, especially when their cock looks the way his does. <laughs> so I'm like, how do you want me? And also what I will say is this was a very flirtatious fuck, which doesn't always happen either. How like, so? For example, I'm doing a lot of like giggling and a lot of smiling at him and giving him some, you know, googly eyes. And I'm I'm really trying to like seduce him, I feel like. Okay. And he was doing it right back to me. Again, there are so many guys that are like, well, you're naked, so it doesn't really fucking matter what I do at this point. Yeah, you know? once they get to that point, all fucking thought goes out the window. Yes. So that was not what was going on here at all. It was very clear we were each other during this session which just heightened everything so i'm like how do you want me and kind of giving him this look and he's like i want you on your back exactly as you are and i was like okay perfect so i lay down and he enters me and it is the most amazing stretch and i had also told him ahead of time that one of the things that really is almost guaranteed to make me come is that deep penetration right so i feel like he was really focusing on that and it started so slow i mean he's just barely rocking his hips back and forth and that's when i really felt this strong fucking magnetism to him because he's fucking me so sensually and he's looking me directly in the eyes it feels like he is staring into my fucking soul in that moment keep in mind i met this guy yesterday right 
And I have now spent a total of maybe two hours with him. So for that to be the connection we have the first time he's inside of me was pretty fucking special. Yeah. Like I said, there's something to be said for a connection or chemistry or when you've got that energy between two people, it just changes the experience entirely. Yeah, it was fucking hot. So he's pumping inside of me. He's leaning down to kiss me. I pull my tits out and I'm playing with my own nipples while he's just fucking me. Then he starts playing with my nipples and I'm rubbing my hands up and down his back. And again, just the most beautiful feeling skin ever. It was so clearly a man who moisturizes, I'm going to assume, because his (laughs) skin was silky smooth. And I'm just feeling it under my fingertips. And it was just this connected fuck. And it was so hot. And it was not raunchy. I mean, I don't think there was a single time during this play session that I was like, oh, yeah, fuck me deeper. Fuck me harder. That's not what this was. This was so over the top sensual. Very different for for you, for sure. So different. And what was funny to me about that is we had communicated ahead of time about my play style. And I was like, well, I like it fucking rough. And he's like, well, I like it sensual. And I'm like, well, okay, we'll, we'll see how this goes. You know, I can't guarantee you're going to keep my attention, but we'll see how it goes. I was so fucking wrong. Oh, my God. (laughs) So he kept your attention. He kept my attention. I was hanging on his every breath during that time. Oh, my God. So he's fucking me on top. He kind of starts picking up the pace. He's going deeper. I come at one point so hard. I'm lifting my hips up off the bed. I'm grabbing the blanket underneath me. I mean, the whole thing was just so fucking good. It came so hard. And he continues to fuck me on top. And then at one point, he flips me onto my side. So he grabs one of my legs and basically like pulls me onto my side and tells me to straighten my bottom leg. So my bottom leg is straight. The other one, he's kind of holding up so that he can penetrate me even deeper. And I mean, he is really kind of picking up the pace at this point, fucking me pretty hard. And it was kind of painful, but mostly fucking amazing. And he's kind of grabbing onto my ass at one point, tells me how nice my ass is. And it was pretty quickly after that that he comes. And it was amazing because he has his eyes closed and his head tilted back. And he's making these amazing moaning noises. And he came for what felt like a fucking minute. I mean, it was a long time. And he's just slowly continuing to pump into me so fucking hot. So he finishes his orgasm and we are just laying down together in the bed. And again, still very sensual, very connected. We're having a conversation, but I mean, all I can think about is him fucking me again. I'll be real. That's all that was on my mind in that moment. I don't even know what we were talking about because all I could think about was I need that cock. I need more of that cock. I was wondering what his refractory period is like because I'm like, I need more. <laughs> I'm well, not done. That's Listen, that says a lot for you, for sure. Yeah, because I usually get bored during sex. Right. I, bored maybe isn't the right word. Well, you just get, you know. You, I get distracted. Yeah, your attention span is just, you know, not great. Yeah, so I typically like the half hour, 45 minute play sessions for that reason. Right. But, I mean, there was something about the connection we had while we were fucking that I was like, no, I need fucking more of this. So we're laying, we're, we're kind of touching on each other. He's rubbing me a little bit. And then he's like, why don't you roll onto your stomach? And I said, okay. So I roll onto my stomach. He gets behind me and he just starts basically massaging my ass. He's like kneading his fingers into my booty cheeks and he's telling me how nice my ass feels. Then he tells me to kind of prop myself up and he starts licking my ass from behind. Nice. So fucking hot. Then he goes from my ass. I'm a fan. 
Then he starts licking my pussy and playing with my clit from behind, which I love. I absolutely love being licked from behind in that position. Yeah. It just feels more vulnerable, I guess, more naughty. For sure. Than if you're just laying on your back. Yeah, because you don't know what's going on back there. Well, and also like your ass is completely exposed. I mean, you're just very exposed in that moment. And so it felt just it it felt naughty and I loved it. And then he tells me to stay in that position. He puts on another condom and he starts entering me from behind and Oh my god, you guys know how much I fucking love that position, especially with a big fucking cock. Because it, and he stretches me again. I mean, that was the other thing that was so fun about this is there were probably only 10 minutes of a break in between. And I could tell I was soaking fucking wet, but he's still able to stretch me a second time. That initial entry was just so fucking delicious. Oh, I can't even describe it. I'm just, I'm getting wet thinking about it right now. I can see that. (laughs) Oh my God. So anyway, he enters me and he starts slowly just pumping into me. And he's talking about how nice my ass looks in that position. And then he basically puts all of his weight on top of me and starts fucking me in my favorite position, which is me completely flat on my stomach with my legs slightly spread and him fucking me. You and I fuck like that constantly. It's by far a go-to position. For sure. And one of the reasons I love it is because it frees my hands to do other things. Like I can reach back and, you know, massage his arms, touch on his shoulders, or if I can reach back far enough, I can kind of grab onto his hips and his ass, almost like pull him inside of me. Right. And that's what was going on. And this was by far the most intense part of our session together because up to that point it had been very slow and very sensual and this was the first time that I felt like he was trying to fucking rock my world. Well, I like the idea that there was a little bit of kind of a a change in tempo and energy because obviously he felt like, okay, the way we just played probably suited me a little bit better. Let me amp things up kind of thing. You know, like he took, I mean, he took the cues. Well, I looked at it as he was trying to test the waters that first session. Right. And so he was like, okay, that worked really well. Now let me see how this works for us. Yeah, exactly. And I fucking love that too. I just think it takes an insane amount of emotional and sexual IQ to do those types of things. So Yeah. yeah, I absolutely loved it. But this is the first time that I'm kind of talking dirty to him a little bit. I'm just telling him how good that cock feels. Oh, that cock is so big. And he's fucking me harder and harder. And I came so hard. I was clenching all around his cock. And again, we probably hadn't been fucking that time for more than 10 or 15 minutes. And he comes again. And this time it is equally as intense. I mean, his body is shaking behind me. I can feel his cock pulsate inside of my pussy, which I fucking love. It's another reason I love big cocks. As we all know. And he just comes again. And I was like, oh, my God, that was so fucking hot. And then we just laid in the bed together again. We're touching on each other, kissing on each other. Both of us are saying how good it was. And honestly, I can tell when a guy says like, oh, that was really good. But he really means like, oh, I just want to get my rocks off. Yeah. That is not what was happening here. He was smiling. He was looking me directly in the eye. He was like, that was amazing. You're amazing. You're so sexy. You're so hot. And I just felt good with him. I can't really even describe it. It was, I felt comfortable, but not too comfortable. And you want to know why I think that's a good thing? Why? Because I think the discomfort means that I'm really fucking into it. Yeah, for sure. If I'm too comfortable with someone and I'm not worried about how the session went, that's usually because I don't care that much, which sounds horrible, but it's true. Yeah, when you have that kind of uncertainty, it, it makes a difference. You know, it's a different kind of vibe. 
You know, you're feeling something that you wouldn't ordinarily feel, which means you're going to, you know, you're going to try harder, certainly, and you want to be impressive and you want the person to like you and, you know, all those things. That's, you know, that there's a difference there. Yeah. So I just fucking loved it. We kind of get ourselves cleaned up. He goes into the bathroom, cleans himself up, comes out. We have a glass of water together. I walk him to the door. And as I'm walking him out, I'm like, I want to see you again. But I only want you to say you want to see me again if you really do. And he's like, oh, no, I fucking want to see you again. He's like, I there is no way that I'm not coming back over here. And I was like, good. And I, I liked leaving it on that note, too, because it made me feel like what I felt during that session was the same as what he felt. Right? right. Like, I felt like that was an incredibly connected, hot, amazing time together. And him saying that as he's walking out the door makes me feel like he agreed. Sure. Listen, when you have that kind of connection, or at least you have the feeling, and to have it reciprocated obviously makes all the difference in the world, but it certainly does get you thinking, right? Because you've been talking about this experience and this guy since it happened and since I got home. So there's definitely a connection there for sure. I'm very excited by him. I mean, we've already been talking the last couple of days about seeing each other again. I want to make it happen maybe while you're out of town. Yeah. So we'll see. His schedule's crazy, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I'm very anxious to continue this connection and see where it goes. I don't have any expectations of it. I mean, what I told him is, obviously, I would love to find a regular play partner, but I'm also not putting that pressure on anyone. I just right. want it to happen organically. Well, and he does have a crazy schedule. So the good news is he's local and a super fucking dude. And, and if, super hot. And he has a giant cock. Yeah. And if his schedule <laughs> aligns, you guys can, you know, you can hang out, which is great. Yeah. So anyway, that was my amazing hot wife session. And honestly, it was very different from the majority of my sessions that I've had in a long time. I mean, to be with someone as sensual as him and to still have him keep my attention the entire time and really be kind of lusting after him afterwards, that's a big fucking deal. Well, and even for me, what, what, the whole experience said to me, I realized obviously the next morning after you and I talked, but when I got home, I Ubered back so you didn't have to come and drive and, you know, come and get me because I knew you would just play and I was pretty sure you were tapped out. So when I got home, you were dead asleep on yes. the couch. You slept. I was home for 30 minutes. You didn't know I was even there. Oh, I was fucking out. You were out cold. So I finally woke you up to let you know I was home and we very quickly went to bed. You were out of it i was out of it because i had taken a couple of benadryl and had a drink before i got on the plane so <laughs> i was not entirely there so we go to bed get up early in the morning i make some coffee and then you and i start talking very quickly about you know how my weekend was and of course how your experience was we had sex pretty quickly after that and you were still sore Oh my God, my pussy was so sore when you were fucking me. And it's because he's very, very long. I mean, he was fucking hammering me at one point and I loved it. I It was so sexy. And you have to tell me if this is weird or not, but okay. you fucking me and me being sore and thinking about the guy who was last inside of me makes me feel like a fucking naughty bitch and I love it. Well, you are. You're very much that. And But that's no. what I was thinking about the entire time while you're fucking me. I was yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm sore because I just had a gigantic cock fucking me the night before i don't think there's anything weird about it at all i mean for for most people i guess it is but not for us i think it's pretty appropriate actually and i could tell how turned on you were by the entire experience we're talking about of course you're you're 
sharing some little tidbits with me. But you were soaking wet instantly. Yeah. I mean, it was crazy. It was like, you know, a, a different experience. So I could tell that you were definitely into this guy and you really enjoyed that that time because right away you're telling me that you're trying to set it up again. And, you know, that's a big <laughs> fucking deal because we, that's not the norm. Yeah. Not everyone keeps my attention that way, but I'm, I, I'm excited about this guy. I want to fuck him again. So anyway, hopefully you'll hear more about him in the future. And of course, we're going to be talking more about this and other things on our bonus episode this week on Patreon. If you would like to sponsor the show for as little as $5 a month, you can get all sorts of bonus content, access to our Telegram group, our naughty Snapchat, and so much more. So head on over to patreon.com slash swingers for more info on that. If you would like something a little more X-rated or triple X-rated, you can check out our OnlyFans. Mine is onlyfans.com slash swingers. Brian's is onlyfans.com slash buy hyphen zaddy. And also, guys, we have a ton of events coming up that we would love for you to be involved with. I do want to say we've had a couple people reaching out and being like, what the hell is Podbash? Well, let me tell you really quickly what Podbash is. It's just a fucking party. It's a huge party at Secrets Hideaway in Kissimmee, Florida. This year, it's going down October 13th through the 17th. What makes it different than, I would say, an average weekend at Secrets is there are a bunch of lifestyle podcasters that are going to be there hosting different things like pool games and we're going to have a room crawl where you can meet them and hang out in their rooms with them and have a drink it's just going to be a weekend of nothing but fun and sun and sex and it's going to be great so that's if you, it if you'd like to join us, all of that information is at podbashevent.com and check out all of our other upcoming events at members.frontporchswingers.com. Yeah, listen, folks, Podbash is heating up. And not only do we have a bunch of podcasters, we've got content creators in general. We've got club owners. We've got all kinds of folks coming to this thing. Yes. It's going to be fucking awesome. There is, not, I don't know how many rooms left at this point, very few, but it's going to be a great fucking time. If you have the opportunity, check it out, come and party with us. And and it is just that. It is just a fucking party. That is it. Nothing complicated. Yes. Um, also, make sure you find us on social media. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers, Instagram at FPS Pod Media, and TikTok and YouTube, both at Front Porch Swingers. And I think that's what we have for you guys this time. Make sure you stay tuned for more slutty retellings on future episodes. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>